Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. A lot of government action lately talked about the Federal Trade Commission not so long ago. Now it's the FCC stepping in. And this is pretty cool. I did a video back in February about how the FCC had said they're going to go after robocallers, specifically the ones pitching you automobile warranties. And at the time I said, you know something, uh, this is an optimistic take. They say they're going to do something. We'll see what happens. Well, a bunch of people pointed out to me something happened, and this is pretty cool, uh, if it works. <laughs> FCC authorizes phone companies to cut off likely auto warranty scam robocall campaign. So they're actually targeting one in particular. We all get the robocalls, I'm assuming, where it's everything from knee braces to social security to get-rich-quick schemes to your auto warranties expired to, you know, everything. I mean, it's, it's robocalls, I've said before, they're the scourge of the world. They are, they are one of the things wrong with life. The fact that robocalls exist, the fact that I have a desk phone in my office, or often call it my desk phone because I've got a cell phone and i got my desk phone. My desk phone is my work phone. That phone rings all day long, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. And it also rings after hours and on the weekends. And uh, I often recognize the numbers. There's one number calling from a Royal Oak Exchange that calls me every single day at the exact same time. Every single day at the exact same time. And it's a robocall. And so the fact that they haven't stopped robocalls yet is a problem. But the fact that, that they're going after one uh, type of robocall here, because apparently they've identified the operator doing these, the person doing these, then it's, it's well, like I said, it's, it's something we can be optimistic about. We'll see. The Enforcement Bureau is investigating an international operation for facilitating billions of possibly illegal robocalls. Possibly illegal. The FCC is not sure if they're illegal. <laughs> possibly illegal. Uh, billions of calls, though. That's scary. So the FCC's robocall response team announced a series of actions to cut off the flood of possibly illegal robocalls that market auto warranties targeting billions of consumers. Now, you might know the population of the United States hasn't hit a billion yet. So billions of phone calls is the equivalent of every single person in the country getting three or four calls each. Now, of course, not all people in America have got phones because there are, of course, like newborn babies, but they're part of the number. That's billions of bad phone calls. The FCC and its partners believe upwards of 8 billion robocalls have been generated by three different entities. So it's a guy named Roy Cox Jr., another guy named Aaron Michael Jones, and their Sumco Panama companies and international associates. So there's some kind of corporation out of Panama, a couple guys associated with this, some international associates. But based on the investigations by the FCC, um, they've now told certain carriers to cease and desist carrying this possibly illegal traffic and ordered all networks to be on the lookout for the traffic. Possibly illegal. Also, FCC chairperson Jessica Rosenworcel today confirmed that the Bureau has opened a formal case and they are effectively investigating these calls for possible legal violations. This investigation involves multiple robocall investigatory partners, including the Ohio Attorney General, who today announced a lawsuit filed against the operation. The chairman, the chairperson said, billions of auto warranty robocalls from a single calling company, billions 
Exclamation mark. Auto warranty scams are one of the top complaints we get from consumers, and it's time to hold those responsible for making these junk calls. The Enforcement Bureau will use all tools at its disposal to protect consumers and U.S. telecommunications networks from the scourge of illegal robocalls. They're using my word, scourge. (laughs) The actions announced in coordination with the Ohio Attorney General's office uh, demonstrate the benefits of the federal and state partnerships that have been established to address this enforcement priority. The uh, Cox-Jones-Sumco Panama operation appears to be responsible for making more than 8 billion unlawful pre-recorded message calls to American consumers since 2018. The robocalls include pre-recorded messages marketing vehicle service warranties. The messages encouraged call recipients to follow prompts to speak with a warranty specialist about extending or reinstating your car warranty. Some of them contain the message, we've been trying to reach you concerning your car's extended warranty. You should have received something in the mail about your car's extended warranty. Since we've not gotten a response, we're giving you a final courtesy call before we close our file. Press 2 to be removed and put on our do not call list. Press 1 to speak with someone about extending or reinserting your car's warranty. Again, press 1 to speak with a warranty specialist. Pause. (laughs) Or call our 800 number at 833-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. Now, of course, if you press any button, it doesn't matter. You either go to a live operator or it hangs up the phone. They never put you on a do not call list. And by the way, many people are already on a do not call list, got this phone call. And how it is that they have their own do not call list that they don't observe is just nonsensical. So recent tracebacks show that the uh, operation is still generating millions of apparently unlawful calls to consumers on a daily basis. So what's new here is the Enforcement Bureau issued a public notice authorizing all U.S.-based voice service providers to cease carrying any traffic originating from this operation. The public notice lists associates in California and Texas, as well as overseas in Hungary and Panama, makes clear that facilitating traffic from those parties may result in enforcement action, including permanent removal from the robocall mitigation database. Now, you'll notice it says here that it authorizes them to cease carrying the traffic. It doesn't order them to. It authorizes them to. If they want to, they can. The Enforcement Bureau, however, has sent cease and desist letters to several companies, and a bunch of them are listed here, like Geist Telecom, Global Links, Moby Telecom, South Dakota Telecom, and so on, Uh, and warned them to stop carrying the suspicious robocall traffic within 48 hours. They must report the steps they take to the FCC and continue to close off scam traffic. The letters warn that failure to comply may result in the Bureau directing other providers to cut off traffic from these companies. Now, the chairperson also announced the Enforcement Bureau has opened a formal case and is actively investigating these calls for possible legal violations. None of today's actions foreclose the possibility that the FCC might also take enforcement measures, including financial penalties against the various parties. These efforts are fueled by coordinated investigative efforts with our state partners, particularly Ohio. Ohio's AG keeps getting called out here for doing some good work here. When it comes to disconnecting robocallers, we must work together on every level of government to go after every link in the chain, Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost said. This particular operation prompted more than 1,600 complaints to my office. Partnerships like ours, the FCC, will help close down these bad operators. And here's the thing. If you get one of these calls and you hang up on them, that's what most people do, is hang up on it and they move on with their life. Uh, But 1,600 people complaining is actually a lot. 
I've spoken to people at the AG's office in Michigan, for instance, and they told me that when they get a dozen complaints about somebody, they're like, whoa, that's unusual. But every now and then someone gets fired up and writes a complaint and sends in the complaint. But the complaint takes so much time compared to how easy it is just to hang up and move on that most people, vast majority of them, never complain. Consumer tips. One is never share personal information with somebody who calls you. And the fact that they're calling you with an auto dialer means they actually probably have no information about you. So when they ask for information, don't give it to them. Be aware that telephone scammers are good at what they do and may use real information if they have it to gain your trust and imply they work for a company you trust. Uh, caller ID should be aware is meaningless because criminals can be spoofing to deliberately falsify the information transmitted. They say that you should double check anything and if you're actually concerned about it being a legitimate call, hang up the phone and call the company back with the number that you found. And I've mentioned this before that they are actually spoofing, for instance, uh, phone numbers for like the power company. You look at the caller ID, it's the power company. And they call you and they go, we're about to shut your power off unless you give us some money over the phone or pay us with Apple gift cards. We're going to shut off your power. Well, the power company doesn't look for Apple gift cards. But you could always hang up, go online and look at your account online to see if you're behind. And if you aren't, and you want to double check, you can call the number on the screen that you just looked up. Because the person spoofing the number calling you is not who you're going to get when you call back the real number. And of course, you can file a complaint with the FCC and they encourage you to do so because the more complaints they get, the more they're prompted to do something about this stuff. Meanwhile, the robocall response team was created to serve as an FCC staff working group that pulls together expertise from across the agency. I believe the working group is a category of dogs at the uh, AKC dog show, but another story altogether. The working group uh, pulls together expertise from across the agency to leverage the talents of enforcers, attorneys, policymakers, engineers, economists, and outreach experts to combat the unyielding menace of illegal spoofed scams and robocalls. So (laughs) just in case you're curious, yes, they say they've got engineers and economists involved, but they're battling the unyielding menace. I, I, you know something, if they're going to take my use of the word scourge, I'm going to take their use of the word unyielding menace, unyielding menace of illegal spoofed calls. <laughs> this effort has resulted in record-breaking spoofing and robocall fines, closing gateways used by international robocallers, widespread implementation of stir-shaken caller ID authentication standards, the signing of robocall investigation partnerships and unprecedented policy proposals to combat the rising threat of bogus robo-texts, which is another story. I don't get that many of those, but those are out there also. But I do have to tell you that whenever I mention stir-shaken, I always joke that it's one of the worst acronyms the government's ever come up with, because some acronyms make complete sense, and, you know, like SCUBA, right? But when you, when you see one where you clearly see they've worked really hard to come up with one, and they came up with stir-shaken... <laughs> And then you see what it supposedly stands for, and it's almost no correlation. It's almost like a code name, you know, like Operation Cobra or something. It's like, <laughs> what? Uh, well, you have to pick just pick a word, right? Any word? Any word will do. Well, Stir Shaken comes across like that. And I had several people go, Steve, oh, it's a reference to James Bond. Oh, really? <laughs> Why do they call it Operation Shaken, not stirred? You know, but worse, there is at least one and possibly two people Whenever I make fun of Stir Shaken, who complain in the comments below, 
to the point where I'm convinced that they work for the FCC and they're the ones that came up with the name. That, that's the only reason someone can get that upset for me making fun of a government acronym on something as innocuous as this. That is what you call the program to go after robocallers. We shall call it Stir Shaken. <laughs> that's silly. Hey, who's that guy making fun of our acronym? <laughs> if I get shut down by the FCC, you guys will know why. Because I made fun of Stir Shaken as the name for an operation. Meanwhile, I'm going to put a link to my previous video in the description below this video. And this story is sent to me by Mark, B-Demon, Dave, Daniel, Andrew, Daryl, Jerry, David, and Cameron. Thanks a lot, everybody. Questions or comments, put them below. Otherwise, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Wise men don't judge. They seek to understand.